This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here comes Luca, driving on Miles Turner. Around him and foul. Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan where that lead would not last. Yeah, they didn't climb S, Mark Followell. <laughs> well, for a minute they did is the Mavericks lose to the Indiana Pacers. And so I know I know it's just one game, but my basic thought going into this game or whenever he came back, I know Maxie played last night, but I was just thinking all along, whenever he comes back, can he bring back some of the interior defense or maybe even just the defense in general with him? One game doesn't look promising, not because of him, just the defense didn't look promising as well. Can Maxi help even bring this defense back to slightly below average? No. Average? The answer is no. So here's, my, here's the reason why. I feel like you're overreacting on one game. And I will admit at times I've done that before, but here's what I'm worried about. And I'll, correct me if I'm wrong here or you know, have a different opinion is usually after you somewhat get embarrassed, and I do think that Laker loss uh, being up by so many points on national TV, losing, everybody kind of taking shots at you Monday on all the national shows, and then obviously talking about the Lakers and, and what they're doing. The next game, you usually see the best team that you're going to see. If that sure. makes sense, when, when you watch, if you watch NBA basketball, uh, you know, and I, I like following people that watch a lot of NBA basketball because they understand the ebbs and flows of a season. And I know at times you can go on a losing streak and still be a great team. But when your coach calls you out after a game's over, when you get embarrassed on national TV after blowing that lead, and then you're playing Rick Carlisle, who obviously we know Luka Doncic hates beyond belief. Okay, He cannot stand that human being. I think Rick Carlisle was a great coach and deserves to kind of have his name in the rafters. I don't know how you retire a number or anything as a coach, but, I, I mean, that's how much Rick means to me as a Maverick fan, how great he was as a coach. But Luka hates him, so there's motivation there. And you give up 106 points in three quarters. Yeah. And I understand what happened in the fourth, and you played better defense, and you are playing a bad team, so bad teams do have trouble closing out games. But if you can't bounce back from that Laker loss and you still show that you're arguably the worst defensive team in the NBA, you're in trouble. Yeah, you know what? I actually have – some numbers about that in terms of specifically I saw some trends from the interior defense so the Mavs before the Pacers game the Mavs points in the paint allowed 54 74 64 64 66 and 62 what does that mean for context in the rest of the league in the last six games prior to this Pacers game where they did only give up 50 points in the paint and outscored Indiana Indiana so that's better they were giving up 64 points per game in the paint in the last six games. 
The worst team in the league for the whole season was Memphis at 59. Mm -hmm. And the Mavericks for the season are giving up 56. So they're like low, 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 low on that list. There's, I mean, there's no solution for that, though. I don't have one for you. They don't, I mean, Maxi is not the solution for that. Yeah, he's not Kevin Garnett. He is good, and he had moments last night on defense, right, Corey? When yeah. we were watching, he had moments, but it, he can't solve all of these issues. Like the Mavericks, I mean, essentially their, their ideal game is going to be all our guys are hitting their threes because Luka will get you open. But all those guys are hitting threes, and the Mavs are up by 20, and they're forcing the opponent to shoot threes, and they can uh, spread on the perimeter and knock, and keep those guys clamped down, similar to what they did in the playoffs last year against right. Utah and Phoenix. But, if I mean, once a team realizes, I can go dunk on you, and you can't do anything about it, that's what Andrew Wiggins did against the, against the Mavericks last year, right? He was like, I can dunk on I can go to the rack every time, and they can't do anything about it. And that's a problem for this team and it's something that they knew they had how did how did they not fix that throughout the season or were they were they that blind to go man it's just once maxi or you know dwight can he's a hustler and we're gonna be able to do like that's it that's all you got for we we can't do anything in the middle did you think that the or is that maybe hold on okay i'm sorry okay mike we've been discussing this at length is that maybe nico harrison going this is great because I do want Anthony Davis, and this will convince Mark Cuban oh, we are that poor here. All we got to do is get that guy, and I can go get him right here. It would be scary to play that game without him being a free agent yeah. because he is under contract, and if last night Anthony Davis had 28-19, I know they lost, but if the Lakers aren't going to move him, if they're like, look, we're not moving him for Kyrie Irving, well, then your plans are – done mm -hmm. and now you have to move them for possibly d'angelo russell and rui hachimura or something like that so i mean i do think that's a very strong possibility that the mavs end up with d'angelo russell and rui hachimura Gross. from the lakers instead of possibly anthony davis when Kyrie says i want to be a laker in yeah. the off season but that's kind of neither here nor there as we're moving forward right now the Mavericks have to try to solve this, and I'll be honest. I put this on Twitter. I don't know how to solve it. I yeah. don't. I don't know what. I'm not yeah. a big fan of Jason Kidd right now, but I don't know exactly how this actually gets. He isn't solved. leaving. I just for the. I, I like. I want to go ahead and say this. I. However, the season ends. I would be shocked if he was not their head coach next year. Now, after you. that, I don't know. I'm but I, I would be shocked by that. And now, one of the things I wanted to talk about is what I don't get. Kevin is yes. After the Mavericks traded away Dorian Finney-Smith and Dinwiddie, but especially Dorian Finney-Smith, to get Kyrie, we all said, every Maverick fan thought, all right, Josh Green is playing great on this road trip, <laughs> yeah. and now we're going to need more from him, or at least for him to be as good that he has been on this six-game road trip right before the All-Star break. And Jason Kidd, after the trade, has now punished Josh Green, and he took him out of the starting lineup. He's playing him less minutes than before the trade happened. And I'm totally confused on that because we all know that Josh Green has to be our Dorian Finney-Smith and play about 35 minutes a game because he's our really only what I feel like defensive weapon. Yes, in experience, he's an improving player, but... Instead, Jason Kidd's like, no, nah, I need to start the holiday uh, guy who's the, the worst of the brothers who 
just got released from an NBA team like, look, we're not good at basketball. You're not that good at basketball. And then the Mavericks are like, yeah, let's limit Josh Green's minutes now. And at least with this, at least with yesterday's game, like I hear what you're saying about Holiday. I like that really bothered me in the Lakers game. But at least with yesterday's game, he didn't play a lot. You know, like I know he started. I can live with that if you go the Dwight Powell fake starting route and you don't play them a lot of minutes. But then Tim Hardaway felt like he took up the bulk of what would have otherwise potentially been diverted to green minutes. And I don't understand that either because I guess I'm just just of the opinion. And you know what? I know the logical counter argument will be, well, yeah, the people in the building probably know better. And I understand everybody who is going to say that. But just watching this team for the last, well, our whole lives. But Do these, they know better? They signed JaVale McGrew that, in the office. That is a good point. But in the last three years, you've watched to where green has progressed. And I look at this and say well surely there's no dispute that his ceiling is higher than Hardaway or Holiday and if there is then I don't know what we're doing Corey I don't know how they get better by now Tim Hardaway Jr. had overall a great game four of six yeah it's not meant to be against him last night you're right but when you look at this team if they're ever going to get better it has to be that Josh Green develops into kind of a Josh Howard type of a player. Like, yeah. we need him to become our next Josh Howard. If you don't remember him, he did become an all-star in 2007 for the Mavericks. He's a lengthy then. defender and a right. good scorer. And if he scored 20, uh, you were going to win the game. If he made a three-pointer at the beginning of the game, he was never going to stop shooting threes. So, you look at Josh Green's box score last night. Four of five shooting for eight points. In 22 minutes, he gets you six rebounds, two assists, no turnovers. Look, Reggie Bullock is an NBA basketball player. If you put Reggie Bullock on most NBA teams, he plays 15 to 20 minutes off the bench. On our team, he starts and plays 34 minutes. Yeah. What a load of crap. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mark Cuban, you fart knocker. Uh, I, you know, I think there are two key things that I do. Uh, I think one's fixable. One is want to desire what? It is defense. Like, yep. if the defense is a scotch better in all these games that you've lost. I didn't agree with that. You're right there. The other thing is – they're they're a poor free throw shooting yep. team. Like they they yep. were what eighteen to twenty eight last night or something like that. They were fifty percent at Ooh. halftime. And then yeah, they were fifty percent at halftime. They had twenty and they Ooh. only made ten at halftime. And then I think on top of that, they get they gave up forty free throws to the Pacers. So they were thirty one of forty. But even still, Kevin, you eighteen of twenty eight. You make you make a few more of those. Yeah. And, I mean, that's sixty-four percent. If you make a few more of those, you're seventy-five percent. You win that game, especially if the Mavericks' path to victory is to out offense everybody. Like that, you, offense your offense includes, has to be good everywhere. Yes, no, you're <laughs> right about that. Like if you if you're looking at this team and do not believe fundamentally the defense is fixable, besides maybe you know twelve percent or actually I think that would make a huge impact. But whatever percent you think Maxi can improve it, and they're going to have to out offense everybody. Well, you can't leave those points sitting there. And I know. We've argued in the past. I don't think it's achievable to hit 28 for 28. I know that's your goal. I do. Why not try to hit 100%? I agree. Yeah. But even Every game. 22 of 28, shoot for 23 of 28, oh. that could make the difference. And I'd like to also make this official for all NBA. Markeith Morris' career is over. He can <laughs> retire whenever he'd like. That guy cannot play in this league anymore. I will say this. I am not a fan of JaVel Magoo as he has quit on the Dallas Mavericks for a second time in his career. But I do think you have to play him three minutes at the end of the first quarter just to see if Magoo wants to play basketball. Because if he does, then Magoo turns into McGee and he can help you for 10 minutes a night. 
Markeith Morris can't. His career is over. There's a reason Brooklyn wasn't playing him, and I think after watching him play four minutes last night, there's a reason that nobody wants to play that guy anymore. He had a very good career. Congratulations, Markeith Morris. Your brother can still play in this league. You can't. But I would try Magoo for three minutes in the first quarter just to see if he can give you something. And maybe even get some Timbaland in there. Timbaland and Magoo. All right, never mind. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.